अब पूरी फैमिली एक साथ श्री राम कथा का आनंद ले सकती है सिर्फ चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप पर जानिए श्री राम के बचपन से लेकर दशानन वध तक का सफर सरल रामायण घर के सभी सदस्यों के लिए आज ही डाउनलोड करें चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप एप्पल या गूगल प्ले स्टोर से everyone hope you're all doing great and are staying home staying safe it's been exactly an year since we all have been coping with the new normal not going out not meeting people not traveling and above all no school wish and pray that this war with corona ends soon a war yes seems like one we are all fighting against this invisible virus without knowing where and how it catches us and how it can affect us it has managed to change the way the world operates have you ever wondered about its power a virus being so powerful as to stop the entire world it's just one little virus against the whole world it has managed to take over the world wonder if there was any warrior so powerful before or was there any war so controlling before well we've had several of them the two major world wars the vietnam war india china india pakistan wars historical wars of panipat plasi and ashoka's kalinga war we have had several wars that have led to massive destruction and pain but there is one war which can be considered as the brutal that led to the destruction of an entire race and the end of an era can you guess which one that is I'm sure you all have heard about it somewhere. It's the Mahabharata war, a war that had brothers, cousins, uncles, teachers, grandfathers, nephews and friends fighting against each other. A war that had only 6 people surviving on the winning side out of the 18 Akshaunis. that had thousands of elephants horses chariots and lakhs and lakhs of foot soldiers doesn't that sound gruesome it was it was the ghastliest war ever fought on the planet how did this happen what's the reason behind the war who wanted the war couldn't they stop it i know You can't stop asking these questions. The story of this great war that happened some thousands of years ago in our own land, Bharata, the Mahabharata. Yes, that's the name with which it is popularly known. The Mahabharata war or the Kurukshetra war, the stories around the people and reasons that led to this war, is written. in the great epic 
Mahabharata. The Mahabharata has close to one lakh verses or shlokas that give several stories. Stories within stories within stories. To the extent that sometimes we even forget which was the original story. It's not just one big story. It's a collection of many stories that's compiled into one great epic. This epic is said to have been written by sage Vyasa, also called Krishna Dvaipayana. Although some scholars also believe that this was not written by just one author. It could be more than one who have contributed to the stories in this huge collection over the years. This, along with Ramayana, are the two most important epics that are revered by people in this country. The stories in Mahabharata and their characters have all become a part of our lives. When someone is super strong, don't we call them Bhima? Or for eating too much, haven't you heard the reference to Bakasura? Don't you know there is an Arjuna award and a Dronacharya award that's given to best performances in sports during Republic Day? You must have heard of Amin Shakuni, the one who plots, or someone being called Karna for being very generous. And above all, Krishna, our own butter-lipped Gopala. Yes, the eighth avatara of Lord Vishnu. Mahabharata is also significant for all Indians because it is in this epic that we have the greatest song given by the Lord himself. The Bhagavad Gita, the song of the Lord. It talks about how we as humans, should be conducting ourselves in life. And where do you think Lord Krishna teaches us this? Right in the middle of the battlefield to his best friend Arjuna. Isn't that quite perplexing? Why would anyone want to be taught in a battlefield? What was really happening? Why was there a need for Krishna to preach Arjuna, the ways of life? Was Arjuna afraid of the war? Did he not want to fight? Why did they have a war in the first place? Well, the story of Mahabharata is chiefly about Pandavas and Kauravas. It's more of a family fight over property and land that actually pulled almost the entire Bharata or India to be a part of this great war. Pandavas were the sons of Pandu, the king of Hastinapur who left the kingdom to his blind brother, Dhritarashtra, and chose to live in the forest with his two wives, Kunti and Madri. His wife Kunti had three sons, Yudhishthira, Bhima and Arjuna. Madri had Nakula and Sahadeva. These five Pandavas were divine children. They were born due to a boon that Kunti had from sage Durvasa, who was pleased with her devotion to him. Yudhishthira was born due to a boon of Yamadharma, Bhima because of Vayu and Archana from Indra. Madri, Pandu's second wife, also had two children, Nakula and Sahadeva, from Kunti's boon with the blessings of Ashwini Devata. 
while the five brothers were growing up in the forest in the kingdom of Hastinapura, Gandhari, Dhritarashtra's wife, gave birth to 100 sons. <laughs> That's a lot of siblings, isn't it? The oldest among them was Duryodhana. In the forest, Pandu and Madri died due to a curse. The little boys had to come back to Hastinapur with Kunti. Bhishma, the great-grandfather, took care of them lovingly and assigned an exceptional guru or teacher, Dronacharya, to teach them all the skills of warfare. The Kaurava brothers and also the Pandavas were learning together under Dronacharya. Pandavas excelled in all the arts. But the Kauravas, especially Duryodhana, were not very happy about the return of his newly found cousins. He had an unusual hatred towards Bhima, who was proven to be stronger than all of them. Duryodhana somehow wanted to get rid of the Pandavas. He tried several ways and means, even wily ones, to harm them. Once, he invited all the Pandava brothers for a picnic and he secretly poisoned the laddus that Bhima was supposed to eat. Knowing completely well that Bhima loved eating. As soon as Bhima ate them, he fell unconscious. The wicked Kaurava brothers tied his hands and legs and threw him in the river. Bhima sank deep down and reached the world of Nagas or snakes. The snakes bit him. But that only worked as an antidote to his poisoned body. The king of snakes met him and recognized him as his great-grandson and loaded him with gifts and Amrita, the ambrosia. After drinking which, he gained the strength of a thousand elephants. <laughs> Guess the Kauravas would be better off leaving their cousins alone. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't learn from their mistakes. They wouldn't stop plotting. This time, a bigger and more wild a plan they had. They made a beautiful palace of lacquer, something like wax, and sent them to live there. They had planned to set the palace on fire and kill all the Pandavas together with their mother. But with the help of Vidura, who was Pandava's uncle, they escaped through a tunnel from the burning palace. Everyone thought that the Pandavas were killed until they surfaced. Everyone thought that the Pandavas were killed until they resurfaced at King Drupada's palace. King Drupada had a beautiful daughter called Draupadi. The king had arranged for a contest, the winner of which would get to marry Draupadi. It wasn't any simple contest. It was a contest that was designed to choose the best archer on the planet. 
contest had a wooden fish attached to a rotating wheel. Archer had to look into the reflection of the fish in the water and aim at the eye of the fish and hit it. Who do you think won the contest? Who else but the best among the Pandavas? Arjuna, the greatest archer. He won the contest and married Draupadi. That's when the Kauravas realized that the Pandavas were not dead. Duryodhana's jealousy had no bounds. Pandavas were not only alive, now they had a beautiful wife and also had strong supporters like Drupada and also Krishna who met them at the Swayamvara. Krishna was Kunti's nephew. Kunti was the sister of Vasudeva, Krishna's father. After the Swayamvara, all the five Pandavas and Kunti came back to Hastinapura. Dhritarashtra had no choice but to give them a share in the kingdom. He chose to give them a small piece of barren land far away from Hastinapur. It had forests called Khandavaprastha around it. The Pandavas cleaned up the forest and created a beautiful city and named it Indraprastha. They also built a beautiful palace called Maya Sabha, the hall of illusions with the help of Mayasura. The palace was built with some illusions or tricky places, like floors that actually looked like water pools. When people walked by, they used to walk carefully around it, avoiding stepping on something that looked like a pool. And a pool of water that looked so much like a floor. Duryodhana happened to step into one such pool and imagine if you happen to look at someone doing that, what would you do? You'd be rolling on the floor, isn't it? That's exactly what Draupadi did. She laughed at Duryodhana so much that he was furious and raging. He immediately went back to Hastinapura and started working on his next plot to destroy Pandavas, their peace and prosperity. Duryodhana, along with his scheming uncle Shakuni, who was excellent at the dice game, invited Yudhishthira to play with them, knowing completely well that no one could possibly win against Shakuni's mysterious dice. Yudhishthira not just lost his entire kingdom and wealth in this game, he also lost his brothers and his wife Draupadi. It all turned hostile and filthy after the game where Draupadi was humiliated in the open court in front of everyone. Dhritarashtra, fearing dire consequences, returned everything to the Pandavas. But again, a king, when challenged for a dice game, does not refuse to play, was the policy that Yudhishthira stuck to. He decided to accept the challenge again when Duryodhana wouldn't rest in peace until he had ruined the Pandavas. 
as expected the pandavas lost the game and this time they had to go on an exile to the forest for 12 years and spend another year in incognito that is not being recognized as pandavas to hide themselves to disguise themselves what do you think happened in the forest how did they spend their exile did they manage to stay in agnyatavasa or incognito what happened when they came back listen to the rest of the story in the next part until then goodbye